Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I'm Samantha Dinage. Join me to explore holistic approaches to support your well-being in today's hectic world. Through each episode, my intention is to empower you to live your life with less stress and more joy and relaxation. I understand we are all unique and I invite you to take what resonates with you on your journey to feeling more vibrant from the inside out. My dream is to create a radiant ripple effect from each of us out into the world. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. Now let's dive in. Welcome to this brand new episode following on from episode 85, which was about how to balance common fatter imbalances. In that episode, I shared about anxiety and nervousness, insomnia and sleep disturbances, fatter digestive issues, joint and muscular problems, irregular menstruation and nervous system disorders, along with a few others. And I shared ways that you can help to balance VATA to help to support these conditions. So if you've not listened to that episode already, then you might like to go back there once you've listened to this new one. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about PITTA and how to balance common PITTA imbalances. And we can think about these in terms of the qualities of PITTA. Pitta's qualities are hot, sharp, spreading, penetrating, liquid, oily and fleshy. Whereas when we were thinking about vata concerns, then the qualities of vata are dry, rough, light, clear, cold, mobile and subtle. So by having these common qualities, it can help us to distinguish between certain conditions and certain things that are showing up in the body and the mind to help recognise which dosha is going out of balance. And to summarise Pitta a little bit more, its elements are fire and water, predominantly fire. The characteristics of Pitta represent transformation, digestion, metabolism. And it also helps us to not only process our food, but also our emotions. It's linked in with regulating body temperature. And it also links in with pursuing things, striving and intellectual abilities. So in terms of physical attributes, then a pitta dominant person may have a medium build. They may have warm skin. Imagine when you touch someone's hand, sometimes they're really cold, sometimes they're really hot, sometimes they're, they're in the middle. And pitters can be quite lucky because when in balance, they can have really strong digestion. So they can eat and get away with eating whatever they want sometimes without too many repercussions. In terms of emotions, if we think about the fire element, then pitter imbalances can manifest as anger irritability and competitiveness, that hot-headedness coming through. So common pitta imbalances, let's have a look. We've got acidity and digestive disorders. So acid reflux, heartburn, these can be quite common symptoms that people experience. So this can be where we can experience that fire element in the body. Individuals may experience a burning sensation in the chest or throat. We may have a sour taste in the mouth and discomfort after meals. Other digestive disorders, 
include ulcers, gastritis, and inflammatory bowel disease can also be related to pitta. Again, if we come back to that heat. In terms of skin conditions, so this can show up in different ways through different doshas. But when we're talking about pitta and skin conditions, this is things like acne, rosacea. It can be some forms of eczema where it's looking quite red, it's quite heated, and also dermatitis. These conditions may be characterised, as I've said, by redness, but also burning, sensitivity, and there may be an excessive oiliness on the skin rather than it being rough and dry in vata or having thick skin and white discoloration in kapha, for example. Skin rashes, hives and allergic reactions can also be associated with a pitta aggravation. Let's come to the hot-headedness that I mentioned because I love this. Anger and irritability. Do you know someone, or maybe it's yourself, where they can get really frustrated if things aren't going their own way? They can get really irritable really fast, probably especially if they're hungry. And maybe they suppress their anger. Or maybe you see it coming out. Some people have a short fuse and that can be difficult to be around. Intense competitiveness and perfectionist mindsets are also quite common and associated with pitta imbalances. Maybe there's a team sport where somebody always wants to win no matter what. Or maybe in a workplace, we've got teams and somebody's there, everything's got to be just right rather than good enough. And actually, what is perfect? We've probably all got a different perception of what that might be. When it comes to migraines and headaches, pitta-related migraines can include a hot, sharp pain and issues with the eyes. So eyes are commonly related with pitta. Whereas when it comes to a vata headache or migraine, this may include dizziness and a kapha headache may involve some vomiting. Excessive heat and sweating can be quite common in pitters where we've got this higher body temperature. So maybe when you're exercising, you notice that you sweat a lot or maybe there's somebody around you where you see those beads dripping down the forehead. And we can tune into how is that sweat actually smelling. Doesn't sound very pleasant, but when we notice that, it can be an indicator that things might be out of balance if it's not very pleasant. As many of us know, excessive sweating can contribute to dehydration and electrolyte imbalances. So tonics to remedy this can be important. Pitters may feel uncomfortable in hot weather and have a lower tolerance to heat. So it's always really interesting to ask clients what climates they prefer. And this can be a really good insight into how they function. When it comes to inflammatory conditions, this could be tendonitis, rheumatoid arthritis or things like colitis. Notice all of these words end in itis, and this is often a signal that it's linked to a pitta imbalance. And because of the excess fire element and heat associated with, with pitta, then to find some balance, cooling practices are essential, along with reducing stress and taking some time out from always striving wanting to be perfect and maybe doing things just because you enjoy it rather than because you have to try and win. And when it comes to heat, this also applies to summertime. This is the pitta time 
of the year when the weather is particularly hot. However, that hasn't been the case here in the UK this summer. But we can imagine the sunshine up above and that is the fire element out there. We can feel the heat coming down on our skin on a warm, beautiful summer's day. So to balance Pitta then and help cool rather than increase the heat, there are a number of things that can be done from food, movement, utilising nature. These are all medicine for the body, mind and soul. So let's have a look at how to pacify Pitta dosha. So when it comes to cooling foods, then we can focus on sweet fruits. This might include watermelons, grapes, mangoes and pears. If we're thinking about vegetables, then leafy greens are really great for pitters. Incorporate things like lettuce, spinach, kale, coriander, or if you're in the States or somewhere else known as cilantro, into your meals. When it comes to herbs and spices, things like fennel mint, and again, coriander can help to reduce the heat and provide the effects that we need to soothe pitta. And I've done various episodes on food, thinking about foods, thinking about emotions as well. So you might want to go back and find out a little bit more there. When it comes to stress management, there's different ways that work for each of us. And some of us can get into or enjoy meditation and breathing practices. Meditation can be really wonderful to help calm the mind and to reduce the effects of stress in the body. If we think about the fight or flight response, we'd rather be in the rest and digest most of the time. So it's how do we go about doing that? And meditation is one way. Breathing exercises as well can really support this. And that might be it's alternate nostril breathing, known in Sanskrit, if I pronounce it correctly, as Nadi Shodhana. And this is where we breathe in through the left nostril. We take a pause. We breathe out through the right nostril. We breathe in through the right, take a pause and breathe out through the left. So getting into this rhythm can be really wonderful. And I think that's a really powerful breathing practice as well, because there's a little bit of concentration there required in the mind. So it helps to switch it off and it can become a bit of a meditative practice all at the same time and also helps to balance out the energy channels, working with the left and the right side of the brain, working with balancing hormones and also the different energy channels, the sun and the moon, um, or however you might like to, to look at those. So yoga and gentle exercise. So we don't want to be doing something that's going to increase the heat even more. So hot yoga probably isn't the best choice. Neither is going to be a dynamic or power yoga where we're up, down, left, right, and building up even more heat and possibly competitiveness to keep up and see what other people in the class is doing. Whereas actually what we need is something more gentle, something more cooling, really stretching out the body, relaxing. And, you know, twists can be really nice to help release some heat from the spine, from the center, from the core area. And by doing twists, when we do one side, then we do the other. These can feel quite balancing as well. 
So yeah, anything intense or super competitive, if that's the only kind of exercise that you do, then I suggest you have a think about, okay, how can I incorporate something that's going to bring a little bit more balance to that approach to life? When it comes to daily routines, then I know Pitters, from my experience and working with people, can be very go, 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 over planning the schedule and actually time for self-care, relaxation and even getting adequate sleep by staying up late because they really need to get X, Y, Z done. Then obviously this really has an impact on your health and well-being. So actually a bit of consistency and structure as much as that doesn't sound very exciting, can help to reduce stress and promote balance by incorporating some kind of self-care practices. And this might be perhaps first thing in the morning before you can even run out of time during the day. Or maybe it's later on in the evening when you've been pushing yourself quite hard all day And actually, you need to take some time to slow down to help you to sleep better in the evening. When it comes to herbs and supplements, something like aloe vera can be really nice. I've tried a couple of different ones. I've tried fushi. I've tried the puka aloe vera. And I think personally for me, the puka tastes the nicest. So aloe vera juice is really wonderful to soothe the digestive system and help cool things down from the inside out. So this can be a nice option if you have a lot of acid and you're not managing it well. Of course, when we go on holiday, it's quite common to buy aloe vera gel or lotions to put on the skin. So we can relate to aloe vera and its soothing, cooling qualities. So we can consume it internally to help cool it down from there and then apply it topically for those skin-related issues. Other herbs we can look at include Brahmi. So this is quite a common Ayurvedic herb that's known for its calming properties. It can also be nice for Vata as well. It can be used to gain some mental clarity, to reduce stress, and it can also help with anxiety if needed. When it comes to herbal teas, cooling herbs like mint, peppermint tea, personally, is one of my favourites. You could also look at licorice, which is also good to help um, with your hydration. And coriander, a little bit funny, but sometimes you can find that in a mix for a tea. And again, that's going to help to cool down the body and promote balance. So I've talked about potential lots of sweating for somebody who's got strong pitta. So, of course, staying hydrated is really important. And in Ayurveda, we often recommend not drinking cold water because that's going to, if you imagine a fire, we throw some cold water on it, it's going to put it out. And Ayurveda is all about helping the digestive fire to be maintained so that food can really be digested well so that we can utilize its nourishment and we can avoid toxins building up in the body and the mind. So for a pitta, then rather than having lots and lots of hot drinks, then room temperature water throughout the day 
would be nice. And if you want to add a bit of extra jazz to it, then some Himalayan salts, for example, and a good squeeze of lime would be really lovely as well to help boost that coolness. So if it's a particularly hot summer's day, then that can be a fab option. Cooling showers. Ever been on holiday, been absolutely baking and thinking, oh, I'd love to get in a cool shower right now whilst you're walking around. Then, of course, this can be really nice to help lower the body temperature and provide a cooling and refreshing effect. So it doesn't have to be for long. You can just really enjoy that invigorating moment in a cooling shower when needed. If you're already somebody who's cold or you always have cold hands and feet, which are often related in Vata, then it's probably not so appealing to you. So don't do it. So most of us know when we're on holiday, if we're somebody who overheats and burns easily, then the advice is to stay out of the midday sun. Avoid the direct sunlight and stay in the shade. Don't always stick to this advice, do we? But it is it does make sense. So if you're somebody who's got a lot of heat-related conditions, then actually minimising your direct sunlight is going to be beneficial and taking some time out to enjoy the evening. Maybe look up at the moon and enjoy that cooler time of day can be really soothing. When it comes to a calming environment at home, then it can be nice to surround yourself with calming scents like lavender, You could even add a little bit of mint into that. Also a drop of lemon, that can be a nice combination. Those three, I've definitely tried that. You can think about soft lighting rather than things that are quite intense, what's going to help you to relax. And also thinking about the music that you're playing. Is it something that's jacking you up all of the time, giving you that energy to push forwards? Or is it something that's going to help you to settle down to relax a little bit. Thinking about all of these different factors can really make an impact on how we feel. So in order to find a sense of peace and balance, if you've got a strong pitta, balance within you, got lots of that heat element, the fire, then you can really help by utilising the cooling foods, managing your stress, considering some herbs or supplements like aloe vera and thinking about hydration and lifestyle practices. If you follow just some of these, you'll start to see a difference. And gradually as you incorporate more and more lifestyle changes in, you know, planning it to be things that you're going to enjoy so that it's not a chore, then this can really make a difference to some of the symptoms that may be experienced in terms of acidity certain skin conditions, the irritability, the headaches, sweating and different inflammatory conditions that may show up. So it can be a little bit confusing. So if you're unsure about any of this, then it's always nice to reach out to a health coach to support you. So obviously you can contact me, my link to Instagram to send me a message if you've got any questions after this episode please feel free to do so. Always happy to have a chat over in Messenger. Or of course, there's other people that have Ayurveda um, as their speciality too, along with various books and readings online that you can find. But I know sometimes it can get a little bit overwhelming. And just speaking to somebody to help clarify a few points 
can do the world of good rather than spending hours trawling through. So please don't hesitate to drop me a message. I'm always here to help and to serve you. So I'm going to leave you with this pitta affirmation. You might want to repeat it back in your mind. I am cool, calm and collected. So wishing you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you fancy going back and hearing the Vata one, then it's episode 85. I look forward to sharing with you about Kapha and its common imbalances in our next episode. All right, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Beautifully Balance podcast. Please press subscribe to be notified when the next episode is out every other Wednesday.